0: Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. This is part two of the Spiritual Game Changer series. In part one, we talked about the game changer of realizing that God is real and for you personally. And we talked about the simple tool of dialogue journaling and how it facilitates direct personal encounters with Jesus. We also talked about the importance of having a special place, spiritual home base, and to connect with the Lord as a child there, because your childlike self naturally believes God much easier. If you have not already listened to that episode, please pause this podcast and listen to it first, because these Game Changers build on those. So, as you are learning about these last three Game Changers, Remember that they are building on the foundation of connecting with the real true God and your special place as a child. This is why our experienced Jesus encounters always lead you there and encourage you to use the dialogue journaling tool. Jesus can take you anywhere once you're there, but having that place to start is a huge game changer. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of fixing your eyes on Jesus, understanding the role clarification of God's job and your job, and what it takes to surrender enough to allow God to move in your life. Why is it so important to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus? Answering this question gives you insight into all three of our Game Changers today. Let's look at Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. This chapter follows the great heroes of the faith chapter of Hebrews 11. This is a clue that the game changers were something all of the heroes of the faith had in common. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, who by faith have testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness. Stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us, let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us, looking away from all that will distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. The first incentive... For our belief, and the one who brings our faith to maturity, who, for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him, endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. So we can see in this verse that there are reasons to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, because it is required to fulfill your destined calling. To run the race that the Lord has set before you, you must look away from all that distracts and focus your eyes on Jesus, who is the author of your story, the story writer and the perfecter that is the transformation caused by your partnership and faith. Later, we will address having to strip off every unnecessary weight and sin which easily entangles. But for right now, we're looking at the importance of fixing your eyes on Jesus. What actually happens when you fix your eyes on Jesus? Perhaps the most interesting thing I learned about quantum physics when I was researching for the Meet the Creator chapter of the encountering the power of God Experience Jesus Book 4, that will be coming out in 2023, was related to the observer effect. Scientists have unanimously agreed that when you look at something, you change it. At the quantum level, particles behave non-locally. That means they simply float around until they are observed, and then they collapse into matter, The act of observing is the only factor that creates this change. Scientists call this behavior the wave function collapse, and essentially it means that something from an invisible realm becomes visible when looked at. Let's take the above reality to the next level of understanding. The physical universe as we know it and as we experience it every single day is collapsed into a material state because it's being observed. How is it then that we're pretty sure that isolated areas of the world where there are no people watching them still exist in physical form? Because the omnipresent God is looking at it. His eyes are on everything in this world and in all worlds, from the imperceptibly microscopic to the magnanimously large at all times. I remember once the Lord telling me that if he held his breath, all creation would cease to exist. Now I'm convinced that if he blinked, all creation would cease to exist as well. When you are saved, the Holy Spirit is deposited in your heart, and you have been given the full capability to observe Jesus in the spiritual realm. Every possibility is available to you In Christ, when you understand your ability to be in the natural and spiritual realms simultaneously, all healing, provision, and wisdom are at your fingertips when you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Second Corinthians 3.18 says, And we all, with unveiled face, continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are progressively being transformed into His image from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Notice the words in that verse continually and progressively, moving you from glory to glory. That is increased levels of God's manifest presence. The more you look at Jesus, the more of Him you receive and the more you are changed. Looking at Jesus causes him to look back at you. That shift from him seeing you as an omnipresent God to that of a manifest present God brings with it his power. The more you fix your eyes on Jesus, the more you are transformed into his image. Observing him changes you. But here is the even cooler thing. As you look at him, it changes him. It causes God to be moved to act on your behalf and to share more of himself, his glory, and his anointing. That blew my mind when I learned that. That's how and why the 2 Corinthians 3 verse works. This is what Jesus had to say about the importance of keeping your eyes fixed on him. Nothing builds our relationship faster than you seeing, hearing, and feeling me with you. I created you to have a relationship here and in heaven with me. When you prioritize that relationship here, it causes me to want to bless you both here and in heaven. All blessings here on earth are shadows compared to the blessings these transformational encounters store up for you in heaven. I share myself with you in these moments of us being together. I share my love, wisdom, power, joy, and will with you so that you can see, feel, and know things from my eternal perspective. The more you open your heart to me, the more I can gain access to it so that I can heal it and bless you. I like to call the next game changer role clarification. That is understanding practically What's God's job and what's your job? He leads, you follow. He's the boss, and you are his servant. He brings the supernatural power, and you are the vessel that releases it. Yet, so many times we try or strive in our own flesh to make God do things for us, or we can argue with him to help him understand why what we want and the way we want it is the best. We argue with God and try to persuade Him to agree with our ways. This is not how it works. The true game changer is learning that you must begin with God's direction and pray in agreement with Him, His will, and His ways in all matters. I used to get in God's way all the time before I learned this lesson. I would pray by beginning with what I wanted and what I wanted him to do, like I was delegating the job to him. Only three weeks after getting the assignment to write my first book, the Lord directed me to write the introduction chapter. I spent most of that day trying to help God understand how unwise that was. It's laughable and embarrassing to think about that now. But he knew what he was doing, and by the end of the day, I understood what he wanted me to write and why it made sense that it was written that day. This is the beginning of me understanding the role clarification game-changer. Yet, I wasted five months struggling with an issue related to this book of my own making. It was never an issue for God, and I was never meant to spend a moment of time concerned about it. Going your own way always takes longer and is never in your best interest. God is so gracious and patient that he'll wait for you to catch up to this lesson. And what happens when you do catch up to it? You begin to align yourself with the specific Jeremiah 29:11 plans that God has for you. We're going to take a moment now to look at Jeremiah 29:11 to 13. Because here we see this issue from God's perspective. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me, and you will come and pray to me, and I will hear your voice, and I will listen to you. Then with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity, and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. In order for you to live out the plans that God has for you, you must become a full partner of God. Becoming God's partner is a game changer because God put a deep longing in each of our hearts to become who he called us to become so that we could do what he called us to do. When you learn how to align with that, you are in touch with the purpose for which he created you. That's the secret to a satisfied life. Here's the other thing I learned about role clarification issue. God is a promise keeper. He cannot lie. The word is pretty clear about how to find your part of the conditions of God's promises. He tells us that the most basic is that we are to listen and obey his commands. God also clarifies the other specific conditions that must be met in addition to listening and obeying in order for us to pull down the promises that he has for us. Conditions are very personal, different for everybody, when it comes to things like your health or the direction that God has for you. So you must know what his conditions are so that you can meet them. But when you meet those conditions, he has to do his promised part. That is the game changer. When you know how to fully partner with God, that is, you know what you need to do and you know what he promises to do. He has to show up and do his part when you do your part that's a game changer because it helps you understand exactly how to pull miracles down from heaven. You just need to cooperate. Here's what Jesus had to say about the game changer of understanding his role and your role. At its core, this issue is related to trust. If you see me as a small God, you will tend to trust your own understanding and pray in a way where you're telling me what to do. If you allow these previous game changers to broaden your understanding of who I am, you begin to see me more clearly and yourself more clearly as well. And you begin to realize that I am a trustworthy partner. I created a plan for you that fits perfectly into the scheme of the Grand Kingdom plan but you need to partner with me to live it. I am the conductor of a beautiful symphony. You are a member playing a single instrument of an orchestra of billions. Trust me to guide you and follow my lead. Which brings me to our last game changer, learning how to surrender to God. One of the most common things I see the Lord saying to people in their homework is the heart cry, won't you allow me? or let me surrender is a game changer that is connected to partnership it's about peeling off the onion layers of all things self to become your christ identity the lord showed me that there are three levels of surrender the easiest areas to surrender are those where you feel totally over your head this thing that you're going through is new and different and you have no idea what to do So you are less tempted to lean on your own understanding. The challenge here is to go to God first and not to the world for your answer. He wants to be your great physician, your mighty counselor, your shepherd, your provider, and your friend. So this challenge is about learning how to go to Him first. The second level is called the comfort zone challenge. It's when the Lord is gently pushing you to do something or think something big, and it's terrifying. Understanding the previous game changers help you get past this one. But unfortunately, many never cross this threshold. They allow the fear of the scary thing to hold them back, and they never move forward. Remember, this is all about your destined calling. The enemy's goal is to keep you off your destiny because that advances God's purposes. Often people pray for God to get them out of a situation that's challenging. But there is not getting out, there's only getting through. When you realize you have no choice but to trust God, you begin to pray surrendered prayers. Many of the heroes of the faith tried to bargain with God to get out of what he was calling them to do. Look what happened when Jonah tried that. But even more difficult than the comfort zone challenge is surrendering of familiar things. That's the stuff you know most about. You have expertise in an area and you trust your own understanding about it. Pride is at the root of this one. The Lord dealt with me on this one when he put a class on my list to take for my doctorate called Experiencing God in Small Groups. I had been a group facilitator steward in God's presence with teams and individuals for 35 years. I was already 15 credits past what I needed to graduate, and God would not let me take this class off my list. Why? Because He wanted me to learn this lesson. He leads, I follow, period. I didn't learn anything new about group facilitation. But I did learn more about surrender, and learning about surrender increased my anointing to steward God's presence in groups, and I jumped to a new level. That was the point. This is what Jesus had to say about this level of surrender. When people think of the word surrender, they think about a guy being held up at gunpoint. There is no control or fear connected to surrendering with me. It's simply allowing me to bless you in the very best ways. The plans I have for you are always good and they're always challenging. If they weren't, you would constantly be tempted to do them without me. I was reminded of a vision the Lord gave me about the level of surrender He really wants to see here. The Lord showed me a rubber ducky flying fast on a stream. And the Lord asked me, How much energy is the rubber ducky contributing to its journey? And I said, none, Lord. He said, yet it is quickly being taken down the river. This is the level of surrender I require. You need to understand that I am God Almighty. All strength and power come from me. I will carry you down the stream to your destined purpose. Won't you allow me to? Before we dive into our encounter today, I wanted to take a moment to ask you for a blessing. If you have learned some new things and have drawn closer to God by this podcast, please pray for the Lord to multiply it and allow the Lord to pop a few names into your spirit for whom you could share this podcast with. Simply text or email them the link to the pattyej.podbean.com site and let them know why you've been blessed by it. And please check out my books, journals, and downloadable resources at pattysadalacom shop. This is a starting point for all of our experiences with Jesus. For best results, it is always good to properly posture your heart for your experience by welcoming Jesus' presence with praise and thanksgiving and playing with him in a special place as a child for a few minutes before asking for anything from him. I will include links to some other podcast episodes that go deep diving into each of these game changers. For fixing your eyes on Jesus, there will be links to how to pray according to God's will and how to see what God wants to show you. For role clarification, the link will be there for becoming the bride, your journey to spiritual maturity, and for surrendering, how to trust the truth that will set you free, how to pull miracles down from heaven, how to let God write your story, and how to become a high fruit-bearing Christian. All of these links will be in this episode of the pattyej.podbean.com site. Which of these spiritual game changers convicted your heart? Are your eyes fixed on Jesus or on your worldly problems? Do you find yourself trying to do God's job or not doing yours? Are you allowing God to peel off the onion layers of self and move you forward? When you meet Jesus today after playing with him in your special place for a while, he knows which one of these he wants to talk with you about. Let God show you what he needs you to do to have a game-changing bump in your Christian life. He will show you or tell you something that will help you know what needs to change in your life to have greater impact and a deeper relationship with him. Allow him to do that. In any way that he wants, take all the time you need and capture the whole thing in your journal. Well, I hope the Lord gave you some game changing insight about what you can do to draw closer to him and become more aligned to the plans that he has for you. And I hope you will join us on this podcast adventure. Follow this podcast and forward it to others that you think may be blessed by it. And check out all the links below. They are designed to take you deeper. I thank God for you and bless you in Jesus' name.